this week on the Dry Bar Comedy Podcast. You can't give us cheese and then take it away and pretend that our brains aren't going to go insane. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dry Bar Comedy Podcast, the podcast that's funny for everyone, where you get to hang out with some of your favorite Dry Bar comedians. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jordan Macon. And of course, naturally, the other co-host, Taylor Nielsen. And we have a big show today. We have such a big show that Taylor put on his good pants today. (laughs) (laughs) We agreed not to draw attention to my... uh, Outer underwear. He's wanted to be clear to the the viewers out there. They are not sweats. They are joggers, like what I'm wearing. Well, actually, I I didn't tell you this. They're actually thermals. Oh, they're meant to be worn underneath actual pants. Do the listeners know that we do this outside? Does it ever come across that we're doing this outside? It's chilly out here. Like Times Square, there's people lined up with signs, <laughs> yeah, like trying to get on. Hey, everybody! They, there's no one lined up, <laughs> not yet, not yet. But, but they're soon. coming. Once they learn about our guest, oh boy, they're lining up. That's for sure. Well, they better learn about it soon, right? Should we show a clip? I think we should jump to our clip. I feel like I, I'm reaching out and doing sort of more alternative medicine in my own life because uh, the health insurance for this job is so good. <laughs> And then when you reach out to do alternative medicine, all your friends are like, try these oils. And you're like, oils? Oh, I don't want to. Oh, they're essential? Oh, well, that's different then. Oh. They're essential. I must have been getting them some other way. Otherwise, you're using the word essential wrong. Well, you guys know who it is. He's been seen on Dry Bar three times. His specials, We Say Bim and Pirate Hymns, have made you guffaw. Give it up for Steve Solberg, everybody. Yay. Hey. Thanks for having Steve. me. Thanks for being here, man. This is really cool. This is That was a long clip. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be like, that's enough. Yeah. We have it trouble. Is weird to watch yourself. That's the number one feedback we get is people say we hated watching ourselves at the very beginning of your podcast. But oh yeah, like yeah. The, the everyone guest, says the guest, I mean, the, the, the guest the, is the viewers like. like it. But yeah, we kind of like to make it uncomfortable for you, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. set the mood. No, for... it's a great clip. I man. wish I. Yeah, I think everybody should have that more positive. Like we were talking about this before we started, have a more positive view of yourself. You know. But it's weird to sit here with other people. And, like, if I laughed the hardest, (laughs) (laughs) you guys would have so many thoughts. I wish I would have done that now, just to see how that would be great if we just cut to you and yours. (laughs) That's genius. Can you believe that guy? (laughs) You should get him on here. You should get him on here. I like that guy. He looks like he had a haircut right before that. I love the idea of you holding in laughter and, like, watching us, seeing how much we laugh and trying to match exactly the amount of laughter like <laughs> like you laugh and then i <laughs> Man, that's where i was <clears throat> that's how much that deserves this past thanksgiving my my aging grandma came to our house and mm. she's aging she's old she's my she's my grandmother <laughs> yeah. after all my grand it's so annoying my grandma stayed has stayed the same age forever really you're yes. older than her um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to dive too deep uh, he into that. Passed her up. <laughs> Just like I wish I could press she looks so good. Who? My I, grandma. I believe it. Wow. She doesn't age. Maybe. Maybe let's get an image of that on the screen. We can. <laughs> Patreon viewers can see my grandma who looks great for her age. Yeah. Photoshopped. All right. Sorry. Uh, can I tell my story now, or do you need to talk about more about your grandma? <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> so uh, we called her to make sure she knew she was invited, and mm. she said, I, "I am so excited, but I just never get to go to any of your comedy shows. And so, will you just do a little skit for me at, oh. at Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Oh wow! And she's kind of having memory troubles right now, so I was hoping she would forget that. But this is the one thing she remembered for weeks. And so Thanksgiving dinner came around at our house, and she was kind of like, so are you going to do a little bit for me? And I'm like, I can't do it just at the table. I'll show you a clip. So I, I pulled up a clip from my special and played it. But even that was really painful. Sure. But yeah. then, even with the most of my family, the most supportive people, they were just 
loving it and laughing and be like, you're so talented. I just really didn't like watching it. That's so great <laughs> that you watched yourself. <laughs> they were. Thanksgiving family. treat for all of you. They <laughs> were laughing, though? Yeah, yeah. Good. A mixture good of laughter laughs. and of, we're just so proud of you. Was there any, <laughs> was there like, oh, that's classic Jordan. Like, yeah, I try. I was trying to disassociate as what's happening. <laughs> did your parents come to when you recorded your dry bar shows? Yeah, and actually, so one of them I did in the pandemic, um, where there were very few people there. They're front and oh center. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's Adrian, my wife, my parents on the front table. You see their heads the entire. Special. You recorded during the pen. Not too many people got to do that horrible, horrible experience. Yeah, only the elite. You did. You got a little taste of that. I, though, I right? did it. And it's it was the worst. Well, yeah, because so it was like you had a few people who there was like a table and then, well, they were like 10, 15 feet away, another table. Yeah. There was maybe four tables, <laughs> 20 people, and you can hear it. You can you really can hear, hear the difference. And then add a layer of fabric between the laughs and the Oh, yeah, everybody's wearing a microphone. Yeah. yeah. And, uh... I will say the comments, which are uh, sometimes bad to read, and these ones don't, don't feel great to read either, but a <laughs> very common comment on some of those clips from mine are, like, are saying, why aren't people laughing? But that means that at least the commenter thought people should be laughing. Yeah. So it's not as bad as, like, I understand people aren't laughing. They're at least asking. Which is, like, rare for a dry bar audience because dry bar audiences are so hot. Yeah. Like... On some of my other videos, they're like, I guess the crowd really likes this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a confusing one. That's a confusing comment. Is this his family? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, he voice? must have done this at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So anyway, I've had the experience of having to watch myself with... That's the worst. But you were great. It's a great clip. Yeah. It's it funny. Was, it was I, fun. I showed my family a short film I made once. Like, it was like a... And to be fair, it was like a 14-minute short film. By the time it was over, it was just like me and my sister left. <laughs> and all other, everyone else had gone up and was doing different things around. That's and that worst. was a harrowing You walked experience. your family, man. I walked them, yep. Well, how did they leave? How would you leave when, I guess it wasn't, maybe was it that formal? Or is your family very like... We all sat down on the couch. We put the movie <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> And then, yeah, it was that was definitely the vibe in the room. Just people kind of getting distracted and looking around, and then kind of one after another. What was the premise of this short film? You know what was awesome too is the, it, it was about my relationship with my family in like a metaphorical way. It was it was kind of about me feeling distance from my family. Oh my god! And then they literally distanced themselves from me. Throughout the course of it. It's about how you guys don't really listen to me. And they're all like, <laughs> what? There's dishes to be done, right? There's dishes. Around. Yeah. Really great. Did they say, like, good work as they were walking away? Or was it a, a, just kind of a... Not a ton away? of reviews. Not a ton of comments on that vid. But your sister stuck around, huh? Um, I don't remember. Someone stuck around. <laughs> it it might have... I might have given her different... I have two sisters, so... One of them did, maybe. One of the sisters. Yeah, and I believe she was physically incapacitated at the time she fell asleep she had we had casts both her legs were in casts so that's Whoa. the only reason why she didn't didn't leave how'd she end up in double casts that was a little embellishment i i was i'm telling a <laughs> <laughs> joke but she would have kept going i was so <laughs> eager to hear the story well, taylor tell the listeners where they can find this short film of yours is there any way they can go watch it themselves <laughs> i'll put it up if anybody shows an iota of interest, I'll, I'll throw it up somewhere for people to watch. One iota, that's all he asks. That's all I need. <laughs> How much is an iota? Where, where, nah, never mind. Sorry. Do we want to go I, down this rabbit hole? No. What an iota is? I changed my mind. What is a, what is an iota? <laughs> Who has this iota? Lee Iota. Is it literally I owed a something? Like, is it Iota. I, iota dollar it's, to a guy. Yeah, Do you mi- give one iota? Like a Michigan, someone in Michigan would be like, oh, iota. Oh, or iota. Iota. Iotawa? Uh, oof, Iowa. This is, wow. that was my this this is, is where people are going to come. Too much iota talk. An iota too much. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, let's get maybe to our guest. Have we? Let's get back to Steve. We're, let's get to the interesting Thanks person for here. Indulging us, Steve. I I liked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> well, let's let me little... interview you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? Uh... <clears throat> so. What made you choose the pants? <laughs> um, it's cold. It is cold. It is a cold one. Yeah, right. But um, maybe why not wear those under jeans? That was yeah, and that's what I, I am having I uh, feeling self conscious about now that oh. we're talking about it is. But I mean, they are no, they are technically joggers. No, they look good though. You yeah. know what? I always I, I I go through moments where I'm like, maybe I could be a jogger guy, and I'll <laughs> wear them, and then I I get mad at the uh, elastic cuffs, even though I think elastic cuffs look awesome. You don't like it? Does I, it feel too constricting? It feels yeah. It feels like what? What am I doing? You're a stylish guy though. Why am I wearing? Like, look at you right now with elastic cuffs. Uh, I'm trying really too hard right now. <laughs> your boots happening. are matching your jacket. The boots match the jacket. I planned that. I did plan that. Uh, real leather, looks yeah, like. Yeah, wow. not vegan, which is you know frustrating <laughs> to some people at home. Just sitting there bristling. Let them know it, listeners. Let uh, them know it in the comments. <laughs> I deserve it. I'll probably eat some beef later on. <laughs> and then you have a collared shirt and a cool... Um, that's because it's cold outside but he's uh, layering but yeah you're supposed to layer which uh, i don't know i like i like to layer uh but some of that is maybe more psychological in that i like to put up barriers between me and the world and the well, i never barriers. thought about that i can put up the safer i feel yeah <laughs> interesting <laughs> i think a comment jordan gets a lot is like we want more layers yeah, the people want... <laughs> are asking for layers, but the thing is, the more layers, the tighter it gets. Yeah. So I, I have to keep it to just a couple, a couple layers. I, I think it's great because you do kind of disappear into the shadow a little bit, and that is this you trying to get back at me for <laughs> me bringing up your pants right now? No, I don't even remember yeah. that. We... Yeah, I do blend in, but people don't need to see this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, but you guys were telling me I had to feel better you. about myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we were recording, and now this has turned into... Well... We're big Jordan fans. We were talking, talking about... Jor- Jordan's a two-timer. He does two podcasts. This one... <laughs> it's a real two-timer. He has another <laughs> Yeah. No, but... Yeah, you have two podcasts. Two podcasts. Two three pods. specials. Three specials. Two release. Two pods, three specials. Two release. And then... One to be released. One to be released. But now, Steve. Yeah, can, we <laughs> now please, back, can we please talk to Steve? I don't, I don't know. I don't do any. I should have a podcast, but I don't do one. I think people would like your thoughts, especially. <clears throat> do we want to talk about essential oils, or can we come to that at the end? I think we can talk about it when, whenever it feels natural. Well, because I want to talk about Steve's traveling, because he's a world traveler. Oh, yeah. I do like did to you just get back from Nepal? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just did the uh, Everest Base Camp trek, which I didn't even know was a big thing. Uh, one of my friends was You didn't like, know Everest was a big thing? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's literally the biggest thing, probably. It is the biggest thing in the whole world. I didn't even know about it. I'd never heard of the guy. <laughs> and uh, hashtag Everest. I didn't know people like just went to base camp just to do that. Like just to go and be like, oh, this is how it starts. And my friend was like, no, it's one of the most popular. It, it, it's called the most popular trek in the world. Just the trek to base camp? Mm-hmm. So you didn't hike Everest. You just hiked to where No, you just hiked to where people Everest? start. Yeah. Oh, what's, mm. so what's there? Nothing. Nothing oh. is there. Because <laughs> uh, I did it in November. And uh, you climb Everest in like May, June. Mostly May. And so if you go there in that time, it's... Super busy, super packed. It's like that's go time. But uh, the trek itself, there's not a lot of space really on those trails. And I would, I would imagine if you go there in May, it's packed because you have everybody who's going to climb Everest and everybody who's doing the trek. And there's only so much room in these little. Uh, they're, they call them tea houses. They're just like sort of dorm style. 
places to stay along the way and you stay in the tea houses and they are very rudimentary and it's cold and it's like sometimes the toilet's one of those where you just where there is no toilet it's just a hole in the floor mm-hmm. but you you're like that's the toilet and, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you like pour water to flush it you know and then how long of like from where you start to base camp how far of a hike is that it's not that far uh um from where, like the trek itself, how long is that? You know what's stupid? I don't totally even know. I think it's 30 miles. Everything's in kilometers. So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crying shame. If you so ask me. It's no like, one knows whatever. what that measurement even means. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I think it's like 50 Fahrenheit, maybe, uh, distance. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But you, you, you hike for like, five to six miles a day so it's not crazy long but it is it's the altitude you're at super high altitude and so you just kind of go slow Hmm. and uh and it's steep and so was there a sherpa that was attending yeah yeah that's what's also dumb is that (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's not even that far if you had if you're like you're gonna have to hike five miles a day you're like okay and it's really hard and someone else is going to carry your stuff <laughs> that's hilarious it's yeah sound- like everybody has uh at least the group that i went with everybody had a uh what do they call them not but a, a butler a sherpa yeah a butler yes you have a trail butler <laughs> but- and that's the other thing is you wear like you're decked out you're like Okay, I'm gonna have my hiking boots. I'm gonna have my uh, th- those pants, and then uh, <laughs> underneath my, real pants, underneath the other pants, <laughs> and like everything's like wool and teched out and all that stuff. And then like your guy who's gonna carry your bag is in tennis shoes. I mean, that's the this is, truth. This yeah. is every week for him. Doing yeah, this. yeah, yeah. And uh, we're like, we did everything for our that we could for our guides like one of the guys he was like here take these gloves i noticed you don't wear gloves and uh and like we were giving him boots and everything and we're like just that way you can have and our guide who is not from nepal but he's the guy who sort of organizes the whole expedition comes to us afterwards and he's like so they're gonna sell those gloves and they're gonna sell those boots and they're not gonna and he's like not that what you did wasn't wonderful. That's great, but they would just appreciate cash because they're yeah. not going to keep those boots. Oh, and so then we were like, oh, okay. So we gave them a good tip. Wow. Wow. It, so you do this whole trek to where people would <clears throat> start Everest. Yeah, yeah. Did that feel humiliating to get to a point where it's like, <laughs> all right, so this is where people would actually try. This is and where it it's starts. time to go home. <laughs> and, and, the, and the worst part is, is you feel awful like because you're at almost eighteen thousand feet uh-huh. it's way high um fahrenheit and uh <laughs> and like 90 percent of my group is barfing they're just barfing they're all altitude sick and uh-huh. feeling horrible and like uh and, and that's not even you know that's like you didn't even start the yeah freaking things and so, but I, I learned that that's, I guess, when you climb Everest, you do the trek and you do a bunch of little acclimatization hikes and stuff like that. And then when you get to base camp, your next, usually three to five days is spent just. Oh, just chilling and recovering. To it. Oh, interesting. Uh, which that made me feel better when right. our guide told us that. I don't know if it's true. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, people rest for weeks here. You guys are real strong. Yeah, you're super strong. <laughs> no one ever does what you did. <laughs> oh, boy. These do people idiots. still do Everest all the time? Like, Or is that like a very uncommon thing, people hiking to the top of Everest? I don't really know much about it. Uh, a lot of people do it, yeah. Do it. It's, it's packed. Um, it's getting more crowded than ever. And the challenge is, is that it's so, you know, inaccessible. These, like, these little villages that you hike through, they really are, there's no highway, there's no roads, there's two ways to get there, and it's by foot or by helicopter. And so they do have supplies that are delivered by helicopter, but you can only carry so much in a helicopter. This is uh, all comedy podcasts talk about this. Uh, there's only so much you can carry in a helicopter. And so um, it's... 
so remote that like as it gets further along the trail more and more things become like like there's a when you're on the trek there's a helicopter crash like that was kind of harrowing because i went with a group that we predetermined they were like once we get to base camp we're going to take a helicopter back down which i was like (laughs) sounds awesome i've never (laughs) ridden in a helicopter so um but as we hike up you see a helicopter crash and it's got like tarps covering it and you're like they're so like, we hope people wow. don't see this. How often does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like, to see here. Up uh, on Everest itself, of course, there's over, uh, I think it's over 200 bodies are up there. People who've died. Gee whiz. Because you just can't. Welcome to the Drybar Comedy Podcast, <laughs> everyone. Comedy! <laughs> Dead bodies on Everest, frozen, sliding down the glacier. <laughs> <laughs> it's Man. a dark comedy. <laughs> The fact that that's true and that it's still crowded, people are just yeah lining up to go is, right? is kind of wild. There's weird. Uh, I guess there's there's correlations between comedy and this because there is a weird addiction to it. To like, uh, honestly, after doing the trek, I was like, I could see the desire to do Everest. I don't have that desire, but there was other mountains along the way that I was like, oh, maybe I maybe someday I could do that one or that right. one, but. Uh, Everest is super expensive in part because it takes like two months to get it done. And you're paying, you know, so much for just all these things. It ends up being around $60,000. Whoa. So it's a pricey. I would never Jeez. pay that much to hike. I'll tell you that right it's now. So no. <laughs> you, what? It's Man. only 60. Come on. I've been on a, well, during COVID when I would go on some hikes. It's just crazy how packed it would be on trails and it would just take the take what magic or solace there was to be found hiking away you know what i mean when you see other people yeah when you're just like trying to inch past each other like it's black friday at best buy (laughs) and you're on a trail do you talk to the other people when you're on trail um nothing no i don't i don't really try to but there's a lot of like oh uh, are you, are you by yourself or do you hike with other people? With other people. Do you hike people. with your wife? Uh-huh. So here's what, here's what you have to do. Uh, so when I'm on a trail and I'm with somebody, yeah, and you have that moment where you're passing somebody else, that's an opportunity right there. You have 15 seconds to say this weirdest thing that you can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to think about your conversation the rest of the time. Like yeah. you have to always just say something that's so stupid. I usually, I usually go with stupid. Like, I'll say something like, and that's when I pulled the sword from the stone, and they were like, you're our king. And I was like, I can't. I got brunch. And like they were like, and the people were like, what the heck is he talking that's about? Great. That's funny. You just have to say something weird. Wow. Or like, I was pulling out this ingrown hair, and it kept going, and it took <laughs> so much of my, like, half my beard was gone afterwards. <laughs> like, you unraveled the beard. And people are just like, that's gross. Yeah. So, do maybe do that. I don't know. I've had, I mean, the classic thing is people saying, like, halfway, the, you're halfway there. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Whether that's true or not. Yeah, as a joke, like, you're actually very mm-hmm. close. I you demoralize them and they turn around. Yeah. And, and it's a win. I mean, some people are like, I'm never the person on a hike that was like, it was their idea to be there, too. So that, I'm like the worst person to hear that. I'm like, it really affects me. <laughs> it really affects I'm like, I'm not even, I don't even want to be here and this guy. Is I was doing affected. This. I love honesty. I think honesty on the hike. I don't, I don't know why people will be, will say you're almost there when you're not. I get, I get mad at that. That's, I think that's worse. It's nicer to be surprised that it's over than... I noticed that my guide did that on the Everest Base Camp track. He was like, we're close. We're like 15 minutes away. It was, we were like an hour and 15 minutes away. Was he joking, though, or do you think... No, I saw him do it to other people. As we were be like <laughs> coming back down, uh, sometimes you come back down, and he's like, yeah, you're like 15 minutes. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Don't listen. And one of our guys, he was like, that's not true. <laughs> And the people are looking at us like, what's happening? And as they left, he's like, why would you do that to them? Why would you do that? And he was like, I just think we should be honest. I was like, I'm with him, but I didn't want to, I didn't say anything. I kept my mouth shut. 
Yeah. I could see maybe the logic working if somebody's about to give up and you're like, it's only 15 more minutes, but you know they could do another 15 after that. I'm yeah. not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm saying that maybe that's a motivational logic. That yeah. They yeah. Don't give up. I don't like being tricked. It's like. In general. How you do that to be on time, you know? Like it starts. Oh, yeah. At this time. I do have my wife all the time. She'll ask, when do we need to leave? And I say <laughs> 10 minutes before we actually need to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say those exact words, not the time. I say <laughs> 10 minutes before we actually. No. <laughs> but I do have to lie to her so she's ready faster. But then Sorry, does babe. she, when she realizes that, or she's never realized it? No. She, she hasn't. She doesn't have a firm grasp on time. <laughs> That's more my job in the relationships to worry about time. There right. feels like there has to be one, one time person and one who's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like, a, that's their responsibility like Doctor the Who. Uh, Doctor Who has a time person? He's more the time person mm. who travels through time, and then he has his sidekicks that... Suck at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they ground him emotionally, is what the role, role is. What, Doctor Who's a time person, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... This is a good joke. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it's a solid bit. <laughs> um, Steve, would you say that I often see quotes, people saying, traveling the wor- world makes you a better person. It makes you more well-rounded, understanding other cultures. Is there any way that traveling the world has made you a worse person? <laughs> I like that question. Because, yes, for sure. There can't be. You can't have both. <laughs> Did that make sense? <laughs> or you have to have both. You have to have both. Yeah, I meant that the other way. Yeah. Because, let's see. I think sometimes people who travel the world a lot, hmm, what can make them worse? Well, you can start to get like, nah, that's not bad. <laughs> you specifically. You start to get what's, bored what's with stuff. What's made me worse? Um, what's made no, we, me worse? Let's see. Also. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, because like when you travel a lot, you can start to assume that you deserve certain things. If so, when you get okay, this is what makes me madder than anything. When you start to get a little bit ahead in the airline industry game and you think I've done it and and many of you at home have gone through this because Delta rewarded a lot of people higher status in the past few years, right? A lot of people got that Delta Diamond. I'm one of those idiots. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was Delta Diamond for like three years because it turns out the pandemic was actually weirdly the best time to get it because they were like, all right, nobody's flying it. You get it another year. All right, we get it. We get it. You still didn't fly enough. You get it another year. And so I got like two free years of Delta Diamond and I didn't fly a ton because it was the pandemic, but I flew a little bit. And, uh, and then everybody's eating at the lounge and eating fancy crackers and cheeses. And <laughs> like, you're, it is insane the amount of effort you go through for cheese. <laughs> like I, I'm not a time person. I'm late to everything always. I was early to this by accident. <laughs> by a significant amount. By a huge margin. <laughs> and so then I went out to eat lunch, and I still ended up being here about five minutes late. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, it was ridiculous. But the, the efforts you will go just to get that stupid cheese and... Uh, <laughs> You're talking about the lounge cheese. Right? The lounge the, cheese. The cheese in the Delta lounge. Yeah, yeah, not the proverbial. I am talking about literal cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you sound like a rat in a like maze you, experiment. You really are. Yeah. You what, really yeah, are. You, you really are. Ed Bastion is the, uh, is the guy who's just watching you, like being like, look at these freaking idiots. Look at what they'll do for cheese. <laughs> and Ed Bastion is who? The CEO of Delta. The CEO of Delta. Yeah. He has like... Uh, he slicks his hair. Oh, you know what? He's probably a great guy, but because he, they came out with this thing recently, so we all got cheese. Everybody in the maze felt amazing. <laughs> Remember how good it felt? All yeah. the cheese. We got all the cheese, and then he was like, look, okay, you guys are showing up too early for your flights for the cheese. People started showing up like five hours ahead of time just to go to the lounge and eat cheese. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all right, you can only get there three hours ahead of your flight to eat the cheese. 
So stop wow. eating all our cheese. And we were like, fine. Makes sense. <laughs> and then and then they were like, all right, but you can't get to the destination and then go eat more cheese. And we were like, all right, fine. That makes sense. That's cheese good. is for out outgoing flights. Outgoing only cheese. And then like a couple months ago, he drops the bomb and he's like, all right, you can only eat cheese 10 times a year. Yep. And that's when everyone like scorched earth on Ed Bastion. That's when you started noticing he slicks his hair and you're like, this guy (laughs) doesn't even have a really good head of hair, just slicks it like he deserves it. You like you're mad about everything now. And and then and you get to like I remember I boarded a plane recently and I, I was late because I was late to the airport, but I still wanted to eat the cheese. <laughs> and I did. I just ran into the lounge, and I was like, <laughs> and I loaded up on the cheese, and then I ran to my gate, and they were like, you can't put your bag in the overhead because there's no more room. You have to check it. And I was like, Ed Bastion. <laughs> like, what the heck? I was That's pissed. Good. I was like, you know I'm done with Delta after this. I mean, I was just like, I, I, I was saying it didn't make any sense what I was saying. <laughs> and I deserved everything because, of course, the overhead bins are full. But yeah. truth be told, when we landed, they opened them up, and I could see they were not full. You saw some. And I took a picture of it. What did I do with that picture? Nothing. But I tweeted to Delta. So. I was thinking about it. And then I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? You've lost your mind. Like, yeah. look at this overhead bin. There is space up there. I could have fit on what? And Ed Bastion would just laugh. Because he does he it all for his it. own amusement. He would have been like eating a sandwich of money and just <laughs> <laughs> laughing. Watching He's like, you think cheese around. is good. Try eating real money. <laughs> you haven't had a dollar bill. <laughs> There's some cloth in there. I don't know. You get mad about stupid stuff. And I think that's what destroys that's you. That's not our fault. It's their fault that we're mad at the stupid stuff. Because yeah. they gave it Fair to us. You can't Thanks, give us cheese and then take it away and no. pretend that our brains aren't going to go insane. You're conditioned <laughs> to want cheese. Yeah. Yeah. I had already pressed that button. It was the only thing that ever got me on time to the airport. <laughs> Do you think it cheese specifically was what got you there? Or yeah. Any kind of treat would be work. Mm, mostly cheese. But... Mostly cheese. I mean, yeah, because there is some other treats. There's like soups. Soups. Some people don't like it when men eat soup. I saw a podcast recently. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know either. I don't know if it was real or not. But I'm willing to be convinced why I shouldn't like it that men are eating soup. Yeah. Men with beards. Maybe men with beards shouldn't eat soup. Is that part of it? That makes sense. I did grow out my beard for when I did the trek because I wanted to look all gnarly. Yeah. And I noticed how much food gets... It's... It's gross. Rough, nice. yeah. uh, I mean, it's gross, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, we're all disgusted. Yeah, yeah. It's not convenient or anything. Mm. How much time do we have we, on this? Well, we have been flying through this. I can't believe Has it really been going this long? <laughs> How long do we Is usually that... talk? Do we do uh... um, about... 50 minutes or so. Oh, yeah. wow. So I think so we, we should... We need to get into it. What, we should... We, what should we do, Taylor? Oh, I think we should get to... At least we need to talk about essential oils oh, and yeah. appendix. We had a fun little segment we could do. We have a fun little segment. Oh. Do we want to ask Steve about his dry bar? Uh, I love it. While he's queuing before? this up. Okay. Talk a little bit about how you find your way to dry bar and what that is meant for you. How I, I find joy at dry bar? Find, is that... found... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Have you found cheese at Dry Bar? Have you found no? How how you've in how you found your way to Dry Bar? Oh oh yeah oh well when I heard about um, so Dry Bar before it was called Dry Bar was what was it? It was like Vid Angel, right? And uh, we which maybe we shouldn't even discuss. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. What's the still? Oh, what's Angel now? Angel Studios. Yeah. Angel Studios. Yeah. yeah. And they were, you know, anyways, they were like, hey, we're going to do clean comedy. And I reached out to them. I was like, I want to do clean comedy. I do clean comedy. And and I think I came across as like a desperate, uh, like, just desperate. 
That's all. And nobody wants somebody who's desperate. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't want me. I remember I reached out to them. I was like, hey, I heard you do clean comedy. I do clean comedy, and I want to do clean comedy for you guys. I think I'd be a good fit for you, and I would like to do what you do, and your audience is my audience, and I think we'd have a great time together, and we would have it. And they were like, <laughs> we will uh, reach out to you. And they did not. And, <laughs> and I remember just being like, oh, I guess it's not going to work. I don't know. And then, uh, and then the first comedian they had, the first comedian they recorded was like, hey, would you be my uh, like warm-up guy for my crowd? And I was like, yeah, I would love to. And so then they got to see me in person, and they were like, oh, okay. His audience is our audience. We could do this. And they were like, <laughs> you emailed us like two months ago, like five times, and uh, we'd, we'd be interested. <laughs> <laughs> Your, your desperation isn't as off-putting anymore. Yeah. We, we want you to... We hated you at first, but now we like you. <laughs> so then you record, and how was that experience? Uh, recording was good. I mean, you know what? It was great, but I think I was ignorant. You know, I didn't know what... Like, there to me, there's a big difference between the first album and the second one. The first one is jokes that I'd been telling for a long time, and that's great. And then the second one was newer jokes... But I think because I knew what it felt like to watch yourself, I tightened it up a little bit. Um, and I like, I like the second one better than the first for that. The first one, though, I, I will admit that uh, because I worked on those jokes for a lot longer before having any reason to have anybody else see them <laughs> other than a live audience, uh, I don't know. I think they're great jokes. I love those jokes. But, uh, but yeah, the second one's so much tighter. And, like, again, if you, you do a third one or whatever, uh, or, or a fourth one that's not during the pandemic, <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I think you would like it even more, right? It's hard to watch yourself because I think because you've seen how much you've grown and you're like, oh, I wouldn't do a joke with that little punchline or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good thing, though. It, it's like we said, it'd be worse if you were just, like, dying over your <laughs> <That was. laughs> I love it! I truly I love peaked it. there. <laughs> you know? Ooh, what a funny die. Well, we're, okay. we're glad the emails went through, because... You're beloved. Oh, the emails, yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> I the emails weren't the track <laughs> Yeah, You're yeah. beloved. Yeah, it was good to finally get him work. And especially, I love that essential oils bit. Well, good transition. <laughs> like that? <laughs> effortless. Almost as effortless as my introduction. <laughs> Do you use essential oils? Um, I've... I've used peppermint oil. In oh, just in that's a, the one well, I've used, too. Well, for, what do you use? Headaches? In a bathtub. Oh. Oh, romantic. With foam bubbles? Just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you read a book by Candlelight? Um, I play Candyland with... <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just take a bath. I don't know. Do you bathe often? No. No. No, because yeah. I've never had a bathtub big enough where it's comfortable. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to bath bathe and not feel weird like guys don't like bathing not much um, but as a kid i grew up as a as a bath kid me Probably too all the way through junior high i was a bath kid. yeah i would look forward yeah. to it <laughs> it was weird now i look bad i very rarely i like sitting in hot tubs but there is so a graduation different. from baths to showers as a child is that a, is that a movement into adulthood i remember that i remember when i was like i take showers now i was mm -hmm. like I think because as a kid, you? when you were taking baths, you, you were like, you had floaty toys. That you know? is true. I do miss those. That's the one main thing I miss. I don't remember when I transitioned to the shower. We just start keeping track of that. Yeah. Better. That's an important day for any child. Because that's like, yeah, first word, first shower. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. First try bar special. Those were the first those try bar special. <laughs> okay, well, so I, I want to do this uh, little game. Yeah, we should do it. I think we. I think we'll probably need to go out on this because we've been. We've been. We've been. We've been having too much fun. Way time too has much flown. Fun. I love fun. A couple of time <laughs> guys. Fun. So <laughs> that's a t-shirt. Since you, uh, since both of you really are essential oils, huge, you know, um, huge connoisseurs would maybe yes. be a word for yeah. them. Yes, I thought I'd do a little quiz. I'm, I'm going to name an essential oil, 
and you have to tell me what effects it has. Mm. How does this sound? I've gotten into them a little bit. As, so you might it's know. funny because I make fun of them, but I I have like a <laughs> a couple of them now. And the, <laughs> so you, you might actually like win. there's like health ones or anyways yeah. So I think we'll do should I direct a question to Steve for first, then you, you can steal if he gets it wrong, and then we'll go back and forth. That seems like a good way to do it, unless you'd like to collaborate on uh, talk about it. If I have yeah, if I know about it yeah, we'll collaborate. All but, right, I'll ask both of you, but okay. we'll we'll find out yeah. Okay, let's start with Elang Elang. It's why <laughs> Oh Elang Elang. <laughs> I like saying Elang Elang. Elang Elang. Elang Elang. I've seen that on the little bottles. Now is there a Y at the front of that? It's yeah. Y. I can why? spell it for it's you. It's Y L A N G dash Y L A N G. Oh yeah. is there a dash in the middle? Kinda like yo yo. Yeah, but yeah. it's a hyphenated word with Y's at the beginning. But the website and I'm the on same is pronounced spelling. Elang, Elang. Elang, Elang. Elang. And it's uh, not Yelang. That's there they're giving me a two E's in the two pronunciation. E's. Yeah. Elang Yelang. Sounds yeah. like some kind of leaf, doesn't Maybe it? Maybe I feel like the first one you can say E <laughs> Lang and the second one you can go Yelang. <laughs> Elang Yelang. Elang Yelang. <laughs> I sing it a lot. Yelang, 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 yelang. Okay, so maybe there's something in that. You, yelang, yelang, yelang. You laying down. You laying down at night to sleep. You need. What is yelang for? Yelang, yelang is for grounding. What does it even mean? To help you fall asleep. I feel like you were incorrect on that, but there is one that is for grounding. Oh, not yelang, yelang is not grounding. No. It's not sleep. It's not sleep. Yo-yo. Is it? Uh, it is for mental clarity. No. <laughs> you're, on a, you're on a closer track. Really? Um, huh. it, it, is it something? Uh, how can I get it? It's you faith hint? boosting. Boost your Ooh, faith. Oh, that's very close. Really? Hope. Uh, it uh, gives it's, you confidence. It's something, yeah, it's something you lack. Self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> Self-esteem. Wow. So Ylang Ylang uh, is to stimulate self-esteem mm. and to promote inner harmony. Don't oh, love man. that. You're, you're crushing inner harmony. Yeah, I've got that. All right. Tons of it. I don't I like f- that. I feel like I can hear it. Uh, I'm not going to award either of you a point for that one. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's let's, why I've gotten them. Let's go with patchouli. Hmm. Oh, I used to have patchouli deodorant, but... You know who would always catch it? Uh, Keith Stubbs. He'd be like, somebody smells like patchouli. (laughs) (laughs) I had to sheepishly be like, it's me. I read it's a smell often associated with hippies. hippies Yeah, it's a total hippie thing. I don't know. I I thought it was just a deodorant. But how did it make you feel when you applied it? Uh, Good. Oh, uh, earthy. Good. Grounded? Good, you were more on. Oh, good. Self- what, what is, it helps, <laughs> also le- helps lessen this thing. Oh, the really? two of us have I, in this room. Oh. Self-loathing. <laughs> Depression was the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. All right, so if I take you lang lang and Pacholi at the same time, I'm like... Yeah, so it helps lessen depression, manage appetite, and assist with skin conditions. Manage appetite. Oh, but you can't leave it out. That's what I learned. I had a, just a bar of patchouli, and now it, what is it? It would get dried out, and in its natural it form. Would, I don't know. I mean, I bought it just as like a white little cake bar looking thing. Interesting. And it would dry out, and it eventually would make my armpits itch. <laughs> so I stopped using that. Dang. Okay. Fun fact on this next one: This is the most expensive EO. On the market. Oh, I I know this one. I got got it. You know what it is already? Yeah, that's frankincense. Not according to the styling company. I thought Frank and also Sense was the most expensive one. No, no myrrh. Sandalwood. What? Come on. I walk down the beach, I find everywhere. I feel like you can get that at Target. Well, I'm telling you what, the upside.com. Oh, yeah, but it's telling me. (laughs) I, I guess that sure makes sense because if you're t- 
trying to squeeze essential oil out of that. <laughs> yeah, you can have all the wood in the Drift world. Wood. It's one drop per log, and that's gonna, not a good ratio. Yeah, it's really yeah. low. The uh, use for this one has been mentioned previously. Grounding. Grounding. And I would like to ask, what does that mean, Steve? Yeah, uh, grounding. It means... <laughs> I don't totally know. I think it's like... You're supposed to connect to the earth. I feel like yeah, I think there's that's people that I think magnets are involved. Grounded, <laughs> uh, you feel stable, you feel secure. The poles, like the magnetic poles, and you're like, I'm grounded, like a like a third prong on a extension cord. Like the current's going through you, and and in you're a good a way. Bonus. You're not being tossed to and fro by Thing. the polar yeah. energy. You're like, I'm grounded. But in fact, you are... I'm getting lost in I a sentence. I don't, I don't know. know where it's going. <laughs> wow. All right, here's the what next one. What does it say? Is that right? I mean, maybe I'll read a little bit of the description before... I mean, sandalwood is for grounding. Yes, that's what sandalwood oh, oh, is Oh, okay. Oh, so you right. have that correct. I don't know if it's Arnica or Arnica. Do you know this one? I say Arnica, but... Okay. I don't know. I mm. used to say yelling, yelling. Arnica, a go-to for busy moms, avid athletes, and everyone in between. Oh, I, I mm. know what Arnica's for. It's for uh, joints. There you go. Muscle aches and soreness. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and muscle aches. How many more of these would you like to do, Tim? <laughs> Why don't we do an odd number? Five. One more. Make it a hard one. I mean, these have been... <laughs> I think you've gotten one right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, the lang a lang, uh, yeah, yeah. man. The lang a lang. All right. Clary Sage. Uh, Clary Sage. Not the old-timey comedian, but the... Old-timey comedian. Yeah, I love... I'm a big Clary Sage fan. Really? <laughs> I admit, we're just lying on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Clary Sage. Cut the jokes. <laughs> Come on. He's the best. He's the best. Oh, Clary He's big in the comedy booth. Oh, yeah. I, I love Clary, Clary Sage. Sage. Him he was the guy uh, always going like... Well, Clary... <laughs> I do cruise ships, and every time I have no joke, when you do older crowds, you will always have somebody who goes up to you and goes, do you know Bob Hope? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And like, nope. Is he still alive? No. (laughs) So dead. He's been dead for like... Ten years at least. Are they asking if you maybe more personally know him, or years. if you've just heard of him? If you know of him? Maybe if I know of him, I don't know. They would. They always mention Bob Hope and Red Skelton, and <laughs> oh, they never say God. skeleton. It's always skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah, I know Red Skelton. Yeah, it was one of my major. Spelled skeleton. No, it's skeleton. S K E L T O N. Yeah, yeah. I always say it's skeleton, but Steve said it like, is that wrong? I maybe pronounced maybe too many of the letters. <laughs> I treat it like a Hawaiian word. Skeleton. 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 Uh, I don't know. Okay, what? Anyways, uh, Clary Sage, other than being a really funny comedian. (laughs) Sounds like clarity. Sage, like when you sage something, like where people burn the things. And so it's like for a a clarifying. Wisdom, too. Sage means wisdom. Oh. I think you were a clear spot mind. on. Get well, rid not of, spot on. Get rid of all the spooks. Is something I have or something I don't have? Uh, <laughs> yeah, something, most of these are things that you're lacking. <laughs> so I need essential oils, as you're telling Except me. Except for depression. I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, this, this one's frequently used to bolster attention and improve memory. Oh. We, we can, That's we, how I remember it, because I always remember Clary Sage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember oh, you that. knew this one from before? Yeah. You have it? Clary Sage? Yeah. The oil? Yeah. Or the albums? But either. <laughs> Do you have the oil? No, I don't. Okay. That might help with the pod, Jordan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll just do... Can we do one more? Okay. If, yes. I mean, I'm having fun. Uh, yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> Make it Since a funny... Can we do a funny one? A funny essential oil, and then we can end on a well, big laugh. I think laugh. all these have been hilarious. I do, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> I did not believe that. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Okay. Okay. Vetiver. 
Uh, oh. Relied upon in traditional medicine in South Asia and West Africa, vetiver is used as a home remedy for farts. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> and that's all, folks. <laughs> vetiver. Um, uh, deer farts. Um, deer farts. <laughs> it feels like that's what they would call them if they had a name. I don't know. I've a seen deer it. In, fart? Yeah. You, have, oh. you get venison from the meat and vetiver. And vetiver is their farts. <laughs> <laughs> Jarring deer farts for later. Uh, I like to do highbrow comedy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> vetiver sounds invig- invigorating. <laughs> vetiver. Maybe? No, you're, you're way off. And okay. I, I, do I, I have this? I've seen it in do I have this thing? I've seen that. But other than that, I don't know. So it's burn relief, acne, wounds, wow. and cuts, both. It's also used to improve overall body function, and for those who live in tropical climates, to repel blank. Uh, Ooh, mosquitoes! Mosquitoes? No. Tropical climates. <laughs> it's not a uh, thing I usually associate with tropical climates. Tropical climates, sunburn. I don't know. Termites. Termites. Okay, All right. well, I feel like mosquitoes was close enough. That was pretty good. Yeah. I think termites are quite different from <laughs> mosquitoes, but that'll be an argument for another podcast. Taylor. Yeah, one eats wood, one eats people. Yeah, sandalwood. Time's flown by. Usually Time has flown by. Yeah. Wow. Well, Steve, this, we got to have you back because I feel like we're just getting the we touch, the really touch just... of the EO here. <laughs> just to, um, I would love to. This has been delightful. Is there anything you want to plug before we... Bail out of here? Uh, yeah. Uh, follow me on Instagram or something. Uh, I use the other ones, but that's the only one I care about. <laughs> at Steve Solberg? Yeah, at Steve cool Solberg. Uh, yeah, it's just my name. That's Steve, cool, S-O-E-L. So E's where you would put U's in soul. And, uh, and also Berg. If you spelled Berg like Berg. <laughs> Not like a burger. Oh, am I supposed to look at that one? No, you no you're looking at the right one. No, yeah. all oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, Berg. Berg. Yeah, but he's instead of use. Well, follow yeah. Steve so you can catch all of his cool yeah. comedy, but also traveling. Yeah, I like They can see Nepal pics Travel on there. stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Nepal pics, right? Nepal. Nepal. <laughs> Not Paul pics? I Paul do pics. have a, I do have a section called Paul pics, and it's just pics of Paul Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> we all, Sign me we up. We all went through that phase on <laughs> ah, Love that Greek guy. He's the best. <laughs> Well, thank you, Steve, and we will catch you next time. This is the Dry Bar Comedy Podcast. Bye. Goodbye, folks. Bye.